welcome to Alter Your Comics Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Laura. And I'm Jared. No, that's no, that's no Jared at all. I was very confused. <laughs> uh, Jared is at his real job. He's working overtime. Working every day. Work out. I don't know. I've written song lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to make that comment too, but I couldn't remember a lyric. Um, so yeah, Jared, sorry that you have to work your real job and it's working late, but if you hear this, then you can hear what you're missing out of me doing Hi, I'm Jared impersonation. That's about as far as that's going to go. Yeah, I was going to say, it's real terrible. I wouldn't go any further than that. Yeah. <laughs> I never claimed to have a Jared impression, so. Uh, I could <laughs> edit in from previous episodes and edit him in and just, I should have made that a sound key thing here of him saying, like, I agree. Yeah, that would be fun. Maybe yeah. next time, Jared. Maybe next time. <laughs> anyway, hello everybody else that is here. Hear it as in listening, not here in the room, because it's just me and Laura that are in the room. Yeah, I was going to say, is the cat here? That's all we got. No, she's outside, so she doesn't <laughs> jingle the entire time. But this may be a shorter episode because, you know, we only we have a third less people here. <laughs> so, Jared, you are at least worth a third of the episode. So, anyway, we will still carry on and we will talk about different things. This week, we, we want to talk about masks. Um, I specifically on my list did superheroes. I guess we didn't say heroes or villains, but I just did heroes because that's just what came to mind. I have three different groups of masks. So, and I went with quantity over quality. Like, all right, I'll just talk about a bunch of them. And then you pick and choose what you like and don't like. And if you don't like me, oh well. Yep. So. It's a free podcast. You get what you pay for. Exactly. I mean, it'd be nice if you paid for it by buying books at our store. Yeah. Uh, Adam was in last week. Yeah, last week. Uh, thanks for listening, Adam. And he bought books because we recommended it. So nice. thanks for listening. And sorry, kind of, for making you want to buy books. That's literally my job. So yeah, it is it, what it is. It is kind of our goal here. Right. Uh, not just you, Adam, though. Everyone else, too. Uh, everyone else that's listening. If your name's Adam or not Adam, you yeah, should buy I, books. I was thinking of my Adam. And I was like, he went to the store? I was so surprised. Nope, not your coworker, Adam. Different no. one. Different but, one. But my deeds was there. Yes. My deeds. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I think I want you to go first. Okay. So I'm going to go from in order of what I like the least of a mask to what I like the most. Starting out, I'm going to do eyes only masks. For me, they are nearly pointless. Uh, if they cover just your eyes, like, but you have the rest of your face that identifies who you are. And it's not like it's, they're typically obstructing your structure or your face or anything. Like it's not that hard to figure out, but oh well. Um, so eye masks that mileage may vary. The ones that are on my list are Green Lantern. Uh, the Comedian from The Watchmen, Green Arrow, Cyclops from The X-Men, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I, that really annoys me that they wear masks. Like, they're mutant turtles. They're not like actual people that they hide underground anyway. Their whole existence is hidden identity. They don't need a mask. Like, they're not, I don't know. You know, I never thought about that before. I always assumed it had something to do with, like, the ninja motif. Because they've got the other, like, strips of material, too. Maybe. And I just thought that, like, they tied them around certain joints and areas and their eyes just happened to be one of them. My best guess is they would look extra weird having just their full face just because that's what you're used to, I guess. But I don't know. It just... It's a color scheme to accentuate. Well, maybe. I mean, originally they were all red masks. Like, they were all... They were all Raphael. They all wore the same mask. Um, So, yeah. Just that one, uh, I was going through the store looking at masks like, you know... That one makes the least amount of sense, because they're not like, I don't know, it's, they're mutant Ninja Turtles. They're teenagers. Maybe that's just, maybe that's why, because they're teenagers. They want to have cool masks and look like mm-hmm. cool heroes. I don't know. Uh, but that one was one that definitely stopped to me. 
And one I had to put on the list in honor of Jared not being here is Nightwing. Nightwing has just an eye mask on and is kind of lame with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that, I will say I will talk about more about Nightwing later on because there, there was an issue 789 that came out this week that I'll talk about then. So that I thought it was pretty good. Teaser. Yeah. Teaser slash spoiler, maybe. I don't know. Nah, no, yeah. spoiler at all. no spoiler. Just teaser. I, I hope you all know we're going to talk about comics today. Right. Yeah. I guess <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, it's comics that came out this week. Mm-hmm. too. So if you if you didn't know that, then either you're brand new to the podcast. Welcome. Or you're not paying attention at all. <laughs> so yeah, the, that was my least favorite masks are the ones that cover just your eyes. I think it's kind of lame. Try harder. Um, looking at the list, I do. I did notice that there's a lot more DC than Marvel that has just eye masks, though. So. Yeah, I didn't think of it in that way, but I can believe it. Uh, so yeah, uh, Laura, what is first on your list? Spider-Man. Surprise! Who knew? So many people already know that the biggest reason I first fell in love with Spider-Man was I saw his cartoon car- commercial, and he had a full fa- face mask. So I saw him in this full face mask and I was like, oh my gosh, finally a superhero who's like put some thought into the idea that I need to cover my whole face. People can tell who I am from possibly just my chin. And I was really excited. So I started watching the show and then like he's just a lot of the opposite things of Batman, which was the main superhero I was familiar with before that. He's talkative all the time, funny, like bright and full face mask. And obviously Batman is the Dark Knight. He's brooding. He's quiet. He doesn't say a lot. He's always got like the the dramatic music and he's got the half mask and you can see his chin. And the one time Harley came up to him was like, I know that chin. You're Bruce Wayne. And I'm like, how did she not know that he was Batman more so? But anyways, so the rabbit hole I went down with with investigating this mask idea was why do these characters wear the mask? And identity. Yeah. For Spider-Man, the main thing was he wanted to protect his Aunt May. He was afraid that if she found out who he was and that he was out there, even just like when he was a wrestler at first, well, I guess when he was the wrestler, it was so his friends wouldn't make fun of him and all that, but also so Aunt May wouldn't be worried because he's just this scrawny little tyke in her mind. And so it was to protect his identity from people who knew him. Well, I guess obviously. I mean, if you don't know who he is, you don't care, right? Um, But then I also went on to look into other masks he had. Because one thing that poked out when I was trying to look up masks, I wanted to find more like technical stuff, like when his masks were like used for, I guess I should just dive into that. Um, Like in Homecoming, the the movie, which I know dives a little out of the comic realm, but still valid. Like he had all that Stark tech. I wanted to find more information about like his eye lenses and his x-ray vision and his HUD display and his augmented reality and different filters that helped him focus on what he was really looking for in a fight scene and all that. But that was really hard to find because the internet just kept trying to sell me Spider-Man masks of all different varieties and from the Spider-Verse and all this. So Yeah, uh, I did a Google search of like, oh, something like for Nightwing, like Nightwing mask, like what's the technology? Is there any technology like Wayne tech te- technology behind it? And it's like, oh, do you want to buy a mask because COVID? It's like, ah, uh, this is the worst yep. time to be searching for masks. <laughs> yeah, your list reminded me one of the websites I found was it divided them up kind of like you did, but also said how relevant they were in defeating like COVID transmission. And they were like, so if you have just your eyes covered, no good. Or they're like less good. They're like, is it actually 
goggles over your eyes because that is a, a mucous membrane. Okay, it's a little better than nothing, but they're like, if you definitely just have the eye circles cut out and no lens, not a good mask at all. But anyways, back to Spider-Man a little bit. Um, Another divergent thing I went down was when Spider-Man wore different masks. Like he took on the whole identity of four different people when he was framed for the murder of Joey Z by the trapster Norman Osborn. Then he had Prodigy, Hornet, Dusk, and Ricochet. He, he became those four different personas to throw people off so that they didn't think, oh, all of a sudden there's another hero out there with spider powers. It's definitely Spider-Man. He didn't think anyone would suspect four different characters. And they weren't all heroes. Apparently two of them were criminals, which I didn't even realize until today. And so they, he actually ended up using them to get evidence to exonerate himself from that murder. And I don't know, I almost feel like I should describe the masks, but I think it'd be better if you guys just like Google. Google, the... Google those names. I'm trying to remember, I already forgot the name of the, the set they were. It was like the spinners or... I Shoot, know. I can't remember. There is, these four characters are re, re-upped by some other people later, and they have a whole series, but I can't remember now what it was. Let's it starts with on. an S, though. It starts with an S. It starts with an S. It deals with Spider-Man. <laughs> That's gonna drive me nuts, though. But anyways, so those characters also, if you wanted to look into them more, it's Sensational Spider-Man number 27, Amazing 434. Peter Parker, 91, and Spectacular, 257, is when he went through Identity Crisis. And also, the Big Time story arc was a time when Spider-Man had the Horizon Labs, and he was using them to do a bunch of tech that let his mask and his whole whole suit do different things. Like, he could be camouflaged, he could block out sounds, he could block other people's sounds from coming to him, which was a mixed bag. You Depends know. on what villain he was facing, he could have a whole... Bag of tricks, more or less. Yep. And it was made from unstable molecules, and it also repaired itself a bit, so that was cool. Um, Kane currently has that suit as the Scarlet Spider in Houston. Wait, is that right? Houston, Texas? He's uh, somewhere in I Texas. I think it was Houston. Okay. Sorry, I always mix that up. Either Houston or Austin. Sorry, Texas, oh. but... It's definitely not Austin. Okay. So let's go Houston. Uh, it's Houston. Um, and then the other last Spider-Man mask that I wanted to mention was um, the Amazing Bagman, because okay, I always good. think that mask is hilarious. Good. If you weren't going to mention that one, I was like, I'm definitely going to. Dive in there. It was the whole costume, too, because it was the mat, the paper bag, and wasn't that the Fantastic Four mm-hmm. suit? Yeah. Um. After Spider-Man ripped off the Venom symbiote, I guess slightly before it's really the Venom symbiote, but when he rejected the the symbiote that came from the secret wars then he was left like i I hope he wasn't completely naked but he was definitely indisposed i think he just had underwear on yeah and he calls johnny storm and johnny storm's like he brought him a fantastic four suit he's like oh we got plenty of these laying around but for some reason no masks and so he gave him a paper bag and i think that they also said he had a kick me sign on his back i don't remember if i ever actually saw that with my own eyes but i read it in a blurb somewhere i'm gonna say (laughs) probably because that sounds like Johnny Storm, but I never read the issue itself. Yeah, I'll have to find that one. I did not write down what issue that was in, but someday. It's all right. That's Spider-Man. Yep. Next up on my list, which kind of ties into yours a little bit, is the ones that are chin exposed. First one is Batman. How? And yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the story of Harley Quinn and the episode where she could figure out who he was based off the chin. Flash, Gwenpool, Captain America, Daredevil, Iron Fist, Wolverine, Stargirl, and Invincible from the new, or the, not the new, the Independent by Robert Kirkman Invincible series. Um, they all have, like, most of their face covered, except for their chin. Their chin and mouth. Like, it's just open. 
which admittedly it would be easier to breathe that way and talk that way and, you know, eat food that way. Um, <laughs> For all the heroes who are eating and fighting. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not always fighting when you're in, on the hero. True. I mean, how many times have you seen Spider-Man go, go up to a building, uh, take up part of his mask and eat a sandwich or pizza or whatever? Usually so. pizza, yeah. So superheroes and, need to eat food too. And Spider-Gwen's usually after hot dogs. Sure. I've seen her stuff some hot dogs in her face. So, yeah. Uh, it's like, okay, this is better than just the eyes only, but it's still not great. Uh, mostly because if any of these heroes are out during the day, they're going to have some weird tan lines. Oh, yeah. I never thought about they're that. They're like, oh, why is your chin so dark, but the rest of your face is... Why? What is going on? <laughs> so uh, that makes me wonder if Batman should have, like, self-tanning inside the upper part of his mask. He only goes out at night, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, good he's, point. When it's daytime, he's, he's Bruce Wayne. Right. So... He's like a vampire, sort of. Inverse vampire. Now, in Millie, you know, the age of COVID and everything, I'd much rather have to have my eyes covered and leave my mouth open just because of breathing and talking and all that fun stuff. Uh, so I get the objection to having a full face mask. I get it. Especially mm-hmm. if you have to wear glasses. Yes. Can that's, confirm. That's definitely not fun. Um, but the biggest one on my list that I want to mention that had the chin exposed is pro- was possibly one of the most iconic, Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um where going back to his original mask that had like whiskers on it and like this is the Hulk 180, 181, this very first costume, it looked terrible. Um, it was still the blue and yellow, but very liney. And like I said, he had whiskers drawn on. Not the best work, but they quickly changed that to the Wolverine costume we all know now with the pointy ears and the the brown and tan or whatever. Like that one. We know we all know that one. So. Yeah, Wolverine is my main one that I want to say, good job on you for having a weird mask, but he also doesn't really care about his identity set or not, because it's Logan. He, half the time, he didn't know who he was anyway, was so that. it was fine. <laughs> yeah, so Wolverine is my number two on my list of chin-exposed masks. I'm going to dovetail in on this too, because Batman was part of why I wanted to talk about why heroes wear their masks. Because I always thought, he's he's a billionaire, his parents are already dead, the only person he's protecting is Alfred. Why does he wear a mask? Why isn't he just Bruce Wayne out there for everybody to know? Kind of like, I am Iron Man. Like, why isn't um, he Batman? Because he, best thing I can come up with is, he sees himself as Batman first, Bruce Wayne second. Mm-hmm. So why doesn't Bruce Wayne just give up his identity at all and say, I'm Batman all the time? My best guess is because then he wouldn't be super rich to afford being Batman. He yeah. needs to keep his hidden identity of Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I guess we'll see how that unfolds in the current story where he's not a billionaire anymore. He's still rich, though. Yeah. He's just... Yeah, millionaire, he's, not billionaire. Right. He's a rich person, a poor rich person now, mm-hmm. not a poor person. <laughs> yeah. They're poor and are poor are two different things. Yeah, you touched on another thing I'd read online looking things up today, that he wears the mask to get into the persona or mindset, like, that's how he is Batman. It's like, a transformation sort of thing. Yeah. It's a mind over matter sort Mentality. of thing. Mentality, yep. And the other thing I read was, it might have been a quote from one of the movies, that the idea of wearing the mask was, he was a symbol, he's Batman, and he could be anybody. And I think that's another thing that makes me think of the current storyline where there are different people trying to be Batman. And I feel like Batman's trying to come back to, or to his identity. There are different family members that are part of the Bat family. There aren't multiple people trying to be Batman other than like the villains that are like the inverse color, like the, like the anti-Batman. Oh, I thought the one guy, like there's the new Batman though. Well, like, I, sort of, uh, I don't know how that fits in continuity because DC is all kind of crazy now. Oh, see, I didn't either. Because the new I... Batman in Future State was after Bruce Wayne Batman was supposedly dead. Yeah, but he came back to life. But we don't know how publicly his back to life was. 
was, it was very small in that one issue or that couple issues. Yeah, but I still thought that guy was trying to come back and be Batman again, too. I don't know. It's a mess. DC is a mess. I'll just put it that way. Okay. Yeah. So I guess that's. And and there have been different people that have taken the mantle of Batman when he was, quote, dead. Uh, Dick Grayson Mm. had been Batman. Um, Nightwing, or not Nightwing. He was Nightwing, was Dick Grayson. Um, Damien was Batman in one reality. Commissioner Gordon was for a little while in the main universe when, quote, Bruce Wayne slash Batman was dead, but it was really just amnesia and he was just living his life as. Not Batman, <laughs> which was weird because this young, it was like old Gordon was trying to be a young Batman. It was so weird, so weird. <laughs> like it was fine. I'm glad it was only short, a short run with that. But it just wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, one last thing I wanted to throw in there too: the half mask only covering your eyes. Uh, another reason for it I found was like the theatrics, so your voice isn't muffled, like. They, Batman wanted people to hear him, and he wanted to have, like, a presence and the gravelly voice and all that. Which, again, yeah, I get it now, knowing with COVID times, if you have a mask <laughs> over your face, I don't know how many people mumble or, like, come on, guys. If you're wearing a mask, please project your voice. I know you're bashful or shy or whatever, but come on. I can barely hear you when you don't wear masks. If you're wearing one, I definitely can't hear you. I only heard about, hear about every third word you say. I feel attacked. No, you're usually <laughs> fine. There are... There are customers that are way worse than you are. I'll put it that way. <laughs> They're like, buddy, speak up. Like, I know who you are. It's fine. Just, we're not a library. You're allowed to talk. Like I said, majority of the people, fine. Just the occasional person, like, come on, man. Project. Yeah. But whatevs. It is what it is. That's my mask rant for the day. But we're not done with the topic yet. You well, still that, have to do your full face Well, mask. that was my rant. Not not necessarily my praise. Oh, okay. So, so my third category, the final category for, <clears throat> for masks is the full face mask. Those our characters include Black Panther, Ant Man, Iron Man, Deadpool, Spider Man, of course. Yeah. Venom. Took you long enough. And I would say one of the coolest or and our best might be Iron Man's mask. Just from the mm-hmm. overall sheer technology and everything. But the one I really want to focus on is the mask. Oh. You may know it from Jim Carrey, you know, the movie, but originally it was a comic book series before it was a movie, so the movie is a comic book based movie. Um, where it was called The Mask or Big Head, depending on when it came <laughs> out. And from my research, again, I've never actually read the series because I was like, oh, well, yeah, that's that's fun. I'll put that down. The movie, if you've seen the movie, it is very similar to that. The comics, book, comics are, but the comic books are also a lot more R-rated, where it's uh. more graphic <laughs> and gory and everything, because the guy, I believe, the guy that was The Mask was, oh... His name was Stanley Ipkiss. Yeah, Stanley Ipkiss. He came, comes in to ownership of an ancient magic mask of voodoo origin, maybe. Some people say it's uh, actually a mask from Loki hmm. that turns him into a cartoonishly violent and zany madman with reality-bending abilities. It's the movie, but cranked up to 11 and all sorts of craziness. If you want to read a newer edition of The Mask, you can actually order Mask, I Pledge Allegiance to the Mask. And that's a trade paperback. Now, is that still an origin thing, or is that like continuing that, stories of the mask? That is a continue. The most recent stuff. Okay. Um, near as I can tell, there I couldn't find any actual like trade paperbacks of the original stuff because I admittedly okay. I'm curious. Yeah, I wrote that down. I was gonna say let's look this up, but you already did. Yeah. Good job. I, I'm not sure there has to be trade somewhere. It was, looks. I think it was made by Dark Horse Comics. I just could not find it any trades of the original stuff, but that has the newest one that has. I believe it takes place with multiple people wearing the mask. But I don't know. Uh, so yeah, that is my final one is The Mask or Big Head. 
Okay, stealing another one out of your list. When you mentioned how Iron Man has one of the best masks in that page I found about COVID, they did say his was the best one because it was also hands-free. He could take it off without having to touch it. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's fair. Well, depending on which version of mask it is, too, of his. Which version mm. of his helmet. Because, yeah, his original ones were very much, he had to put them on himself and everything. Yeah, I guess so. But it also, you would be less likely to, like, accidentally invert it on yourself. A lot of the cloth masks, and, like, when I have gloves at work, too, you're supposed to be careful how you take off your gloves because you can accidentally invert it and end up touching all the stuff that you just protected yourself right. from. So, another weird mask trivia thing. All right. Mask and PPE. All right, and what is your final one for your list? Guess my final one. Ironically, he didn't come to mind until I was like halfway through all my other research. And I was like, you know who wears a lot of masks? The chameleon. Yeah. Durr. I don't know why he wasn't at least second on my list. I understand why Spider-Man was first. But uh, also fun fact, chameleon was actually the first like considered to be a super villain that Spider-Man came up against. Not just the villain or anything. Just an actual arch nemesis yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Because they kind of consider the burglar the first guy that he sort of battled, but um, the chameleon was in the first issue of Amazing Spider-Man. And I remember Josh on some trivia day stumped me with that one, and I felt really bad because I was like, I should know this. Although looking back at the issue, because I've got a reprint of it, I kind of understand why I forgot, because there's like two beginner stories about Spider-Man trying to join the Fantastic Four and something else going on, and then it finally talks about the chameleon. And also, since he's taking on all these other personas the whole time, I kind of kept forgetting that he was really there, you know? Like, I, I didn't have a face to put with the name. It's hard to <laughs> identify a hero or villain when they don't look like a hero or villain. Yeah, exactly. But to identify the chameleon, his name is generally taken to be Dmitry Smurd... Oh, man, I practiced this and I still screwed it up. Smerdyakov, believe he's Russian. They say that Craven the Hunter is his half-brother, and at least in the cartoon, his stepbrother was Electro and his foster father was the Red Skull, which I thought was always interesting. Um, when he started out in that first issue of Amazing Spider-Man number one in 1963, the way they described his ability at first was he has a multi-pocket disguise vest and is just full of all these, like, Mr. Potato Head pieces that he pulls out to, like, look like different people. That sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but also amazing. Well, all right, cosplayers, I want you to cosplay as the comic book Mysterio. Or no, Chameleon, sorry. Comic Mysterio, book, too. Fishbowl. Yeah, he's got a full face mask. That's a good one for COVID. Yeah. Um. So, Chameleon, I want you to have, like, just a bunch of weird face props, and, like, just in a jacket. <laughs> like, oh, well, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. And just, like... Almost like a never-ending handkerchief yeah. of, like, accessories. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, and they also said he was adept at makeup, costumes, and method acting, so he could do impersonations. In some versions, he has a belt that emits a gas, and that helps him... The, the website said mold his features, so I don't know if it actually made him malleable, or if it was, like, people would see him a certain way and it molded them molded his features in their minds because it also talked about a microcomputer he got from Spencer Smythe that was also programmed with faces and the holographic technology would actually let him choose who saw him what way like he could be two people at once depending on who was looking at him and I was like this is really elaborate tech that is probably not really possible at all but science fiction for a reason yeah that's why I like it I like fiction better than reality have you, seen have you seen reality lately? It's not great. 
Can confirm. That's why we're in a basement right now. I mean, it's the <laughs> end of April and it snowed and we lost two trees of it. So come on. Yep. Our poor trees. Oh, well. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to add about Chameleon? Oh, about Chameleon. Nope. I think I did hit all my notes on that. So. so with that, we'll move on to our books that we read this week that stood out to us. They may not be a pick of the week, but they are good enough that it's worth checking out. Uh, I will start with one that I teased earlier, which is Nightwing number 79 by Tom Taylor. If you've read anything Tom Taylor, you should keep reading it because he is fantastic. This is the return of actual Nightwing, as we know and love, where Dick Grayson is actual Nightwing. He's not Rick Grayson. He's not some agent, super spy agent, James Bond wannabe. He is the boy in blue tights where he's (laughs) taking care of Bloodhaven and... Being his own superhero thing. Uh, the previous issue, we learned that he actually inherited Alfred's uh, possessions, which you find out Alfred was also a millionaire billionaire because the ward of Bruce Wayne. Come on, he's gonna get he's gonna be well paid. So, but Alfred never spent the money because everything was already paid for. So, Dick Grayson is now basically the new Batman wealth wise, and Barbara Gordon is the executor of Alfred's estate. She's telling him, like, oh, you know, what are you going to do with your money? How are you going to change the world or anything? And he decides, you know what? I'm going to actually, instead of what Bruce Wayne does of, like, just beating up thugs and trying to save the world that way, I'm actually going to use my money and power to actually do some real change. And he tries to help out some poor people that are down on their luck. And one thing that I did like about this, going back to the mask section, was Barbara Gordon put, like, a little camera on his mask so she could see whatever he saw, too. So it actually made his mask somewhat useful that way. Like, (laughs) hey, I can everything you can see, I can see too. That reminds me of how I forgot to mention Spider-Man has like a new mask and uh, outfit lately. And part of it is so the threats and menaces people can track what he's doing. I think he has a camera in the eyes too. Or close enough to the eyes. Because yeah, yeah. it's just like the villain. Oh, it wasn't Speedball. Oh, I did want to. I wanted to say that, but I don't think that's right. I think speed something. She was a YouTuber, and yeah, yeah, where he was like, "Oh, I made fun of my villains for doing that, and I'm doing the same thing because it's a good way to make cash." Speed freak? No. Okay. I'm gonna go speedball for now because, but I don't think that's it. I thought speedball was the guy. Yeah, I I don't remember who it was, and oh well. So yeah, yeah. so in this, he's not broadcasting it, but it is uh, Oracle Barbara Gordon is watching it, and. It's pretty cool, interesting to see what he's doing, and there's a new villain introduced at the end. At least, looks new to me. I'm not familiar with who it is. I'm not going to say who it is either, because <laughs> it's the end, so that's a spoiler. But does, it's definitely worth checking out. Does he still have his puppy from last issue? He does still have a, his puppy. It starts okay. off with actually him and Barbara still outside his bedroom window where she is petting the puppy, and it's falling asleep in her arms. Okay, good. So, yeah. That is Nightwing number 79. I wonder if he'll name his dog Bats. And I'm willing to say, Bat, or Nightwing number 79, will be Jared's pick of the week. I'm willing to say that for you. So you're welcome, Jared. That is your pick of the week. I can say that because it's Nightwing for one, Tom Taylor for two, and for three, it was the only thing that was in his poll file this week. That so, was going to be my guess. So I was yeah. going to guess number three. So yeah, that is Jared's pick of the week, is Nightwing number 79. You're welcome. Thank you. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. What else to, for you, Laura? Um... See, I guess I want to mention, even though I, I didn't want to be a huge fan of it, the Mighty Valkyries number one. It just seemed a little too mainstream. Sometimes I'm a hipster, what can I say? But I really liked the art in it. I should have written down, like, who drew it. 
but it was a little more realistic, I think. The people looked like people, and they did a good job of making them look like people, and I, I liked the way it looked. And Doctor Strange had a little cameo. Apparently he's working in the hospital where Jane Foster is now. And... She works in the morgue. He works actually in the hospital itself. Ouch, you sound like... Well, she got demoted. This is why I say that. Like, she got demoted because she kept flaking on her job. Like, all right, we'll throw you down the morgue. You're not even a mortician. You're like the assistant to the mortician. Yeah, but still a real job. Yeah. Like, I feel well, like I didn't, the... say, I didn't say real job. I just said a real doctor. Yeah, but you sound like I can't remember the name of the actual guy who's in charge of the morgue. But he basically sounded that same way. Yeah. Like, you're just stuck here because <laughs> you're whatever. You're on probation. Yeah. You got in trouble. That's why you're down here. It's like you're always getting into other things and messing around with this stuff and putting your nose where it doesn't belong. And then this issue, she goes out and puts her nose where it doesn't belong and runs into characters from her past who are important. And I don't want to give too many spoilers, but at first, yeah, I definitely thought that she was a big old slut. And then it made more sense why she was taking this tactic in what she was pursuing. So if you want to see, want to fear that the... Leader of the Valkyries, one of the last Valkyries, is a slut. Go read The Mighty Valkyries, number one. Number one. It's a jumping on point, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you're a fan of Jane Foster, it's number one. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of Morticians, there's a bunch in this one, actually. <laughs> and I forget the... Oh, the the whole point of the second story was learning the name of the other Valkyrie that's come back from, like, the dead. So when you learn her name, which is a spoiler, then you can start following her as well. All right. Uh, next up for me is Way of X number one. This is Nightcrawler is basically the last few months of the X-Men timeline. It's hard to tell time-wise because stuff comes out weird. Uh, but let's just say since the whole House and Powers of X situation that has changed the X-Men, Nightwing has been at a spiritual crossroads, I'll say, of what re- what religion should, the, should be practiced on Krakoa. Like, he is normally a Catholic person, but he has had a conflict of consciousness when that when it comes to that of like oh but no one can actually die now we're all immortal like should we shouldn't we have some sort of religion to keep us on the straight and narrow so we're not just high and pious on everything and mm-hmm. you know we should be held accountable and he's trying to figure out where religion falls on Krakoa and like how important it is and what what he should do um he runs into a couple of people on here uh Dr. Nemesis makes an appearance which is an important character for his growth, at least in this, like talking about how mutants can change and everything. There are some other mutants that do stuff. I don't want to give away too many spoilers. <laughs> and yeah, it is, it ends with a return of a big character that I don't want to say because again, spoilers, but it is definitely worth checking out going forward. Uh, that is the way of the X or way of X. Number one, it is an ongoing series. You should check it out if you can find it at the local comic book shop. Yeah, do you have many left, or is it, like, reserve polls only? I don't remember how many we have left, I'll be honest. Yeah, one thing I thought was interesting, too, um, one of the people who was resurrected quickly, you immediately know that she was still missing a little bit since her last kind of save point, and I thought that was interesting. I didn't realize, as other people have been resurrected at Krakoa, that I just thought that they immediately had their consciousness downloaded and went, but they're, like, preserving them in the future, so they miss the whatever happened. So, yeah, yeah. They, like there's a progression of who gets printed new bodies when and how long it takes and everything. So, you may be out for a minute if it's or a week if it's important. Like, oh, we need to figure out what happened, or you may be on the back burner. Like, oh, we'll get to you when we get to you. Uh, not even that, but like 
when they do come back, they might be missing more than like that last day. That's they might true, be yeah. missing a week. It depends on when you were last saved your file, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> In video game terms, when was the last auto save? Yeah. Because the, the girl was having like food cravings and when Nightcrawler went to give her the last thing she craved, she's like, no, I really want this other thing. And that's like what that was triggered like two it for days me. Before, yeah. before. So I was like, oh, that's an interesting twist. And you could see that Nightcrawler's head started turning. He was like, uh, we're losing some of the stuff that makes us ourselves too. And there's rumors of a new character called, I think like the patch maker or something like that. I forget what oh. it was called where the, kids on the island are making up the story like when you get reborn there's a person that here that takes part of your memory and your personality is like piecing together something we don't know what or who or how and it's like their uh bloody mary um mythology is what they're coming up with that the adults are like no no that's that's all fake stuff don't worry about that and they're trying to and it's hard to tell if it's a real person or if it's a fake person. Is a good person, bad person? Who knows? Yeah, I remember that. I didn't realize it in that way before. I think it was the Patchwork Man. Patchwork or Man. Like that. that sounds yeah. that sounds better. There was like a quick blurb of him at first. I thought it was just a nightmare that Nightcrawler was having, though. But that's but what, yeah, yeah. That's what the kids are saying. Okay. That there's someone around that's doing that. How accurate is that? I don't know. Because that who makes knows? it more interesting to me. I didn't. I forgot all about him. Didn't have him in my notes. But now that you mention it, now I'm curious about Patchwork Man. Yeah. Anything else stand out for you this week? Um, sure. How about Carnage number two, Black, White, and Blood? I thought this was a, or a is good it, one. Is it Black, White, and Blood? Or Yeah. yeah Sorry. Black, Carnage, White, Black, White, and Blood, issue number two. Yeah, I guess I said it out of order. I admit earlier when I wrote it down, I wrote Red, White, and Blood. And then I was like, wait, <laughs> no, that's that's not right. I, pro- I know I've thought that in my head before, so I think yeah. that's fair. So it's all black and white and red. Yep, black and white and red all over like a good newspaper. I got a kick out of this series is doing a better job with the King and Black tie-ins than some of the King and Black tie-ins proper. And there are three stories in it. The second story has a Spider-Man cameo. And I thought it was really interesting that Spider-Man was all in black and white. And I was trying to decide, I think they're trying to make a point that the red and the blood in this issue is kind of indicating more carnage and bad things. So I think that's why Spider-Man's red was not emphasized in this because he's a good guy. But I was trying to like get all philosophical about that stuff and I wondered in my head about that. But I don't think anyone else here has read it, so you're not going to have any opinion. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest, folks. If it's Venom, Carnage, I usually don't care. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It just doesn't do anything for me. I guess that kind of leads into another bit. In the third story, I started thinking about how these, all these little stories are kind of making it seem like Carnage is everywhere. And I'm not sure if they really mean that like Cletus Cassidy Carnage is everywhere, or if it's like little pieces of Carnage are spread throughout the entire world and they're still able to act as a symbiote and take over people. Like I'm, I'm starting to wonder if all these little bits and pieces acting as carnage and cassidy everywhere are going to come together and make a bigger event piece or they could just be all self you know one shots that or one off yeah. universes that may have no continuity on anything they just having yeah. to fit in one book that's probably more likely but I, I would love it if somehow they all came together because it's starting to seem like they could it's very well possible they could 
they could have teased like, all right, we'll just have have nothing to do with each other, and eventually come together to make one big story. Because mm-hmm. they were shoot, this might be a spoiler, so I guess I shouldn't say that. But basically, um, I think we all there is another important character who's having big things happening in his series right now, and he is his voice is coming through in this issue, and Carnage is hearing him, and the way he's kind of saying, the way he's making plans against Carnage, I think that could lead somewhere, and that would be very interesting if this person talking to Carnage through the hive mind, if he can pull Carnage out and maybe finish him off, too. That would be very interesting. Long story short, (laughs) stuff may be happening, we don't know. You should buy them all and find out as you go. Yeah, there's only like 50 King and Black tie-ins, people. I'm talking about specifically the Carnage, Black, White, and Blood. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to tie in here. I think it'll be in the main series, like the Venom series or the King and Black stuff. So We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, moving on from there, uh, <laughs> another one I want to mention that came out this week is Batman Zero Point Number 1. This is the Batman Fortnite crossover that nobody really asked for, but they still did it, and it... <laughs> is making some money right now. I don't know how much longevity it'll have, but this story, um, I know a lot of people are buying it because not because of the story itself, which is, which is sad. They're buying it just for the Fortnite DLC that you can get out of it. But hopefully, Hey, since you have it, maybe flip through it and see if you like it and see and actually enjoy the comic book. Um, it is written by Christos Gage, which Laura, you may recognize. Um, Yeah. From Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, specifically Spider-Verse. And he did some other Spider-Man books, but yes, this is this is the main thing. That he, I mean, this is what he's doing right now is this. And for when I read it, I was like, you know, for a crossover with the video game, this is actually better than I expected. It's not, mm-hmm. no, don't get me wrong. It is not the best Batman story I've ever read, but it is far from the worst Batman story I've ever read, too. Um, the biggest problem right now is good luck finding it. Uh, we sold out yesterday. We had people, we've had people calling our store all last week, all this week. And like, no, if you didn't order in advance, it's no holds. You just have first first come, first serve. Um, because you should order stuff. And DC should learn that they should advertise better. But whatevs. Yeah, and sorry to people like, we hate to hold stuff and then have you not show up. And someone who actually does come into the store right. can't get it. So now, if you ordered it in advance, then yeah, we'll still hold it. Because you ordered yeah. it. But if it's the day before it comes out, no, son, we ain't holding it for you. Yeah. Um. Now, this with this issue, I mean, issue two is our or the second printing is already sold out. Wow. Uh, okay. The third printing is scheduled to come out the beginning of June is when we plan on getting more issues of number one. They'll still all have the DLC code, so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, it's just kind of annoying for us. Like, really? Really, DC? Come on, you're killing us. <laughs> um, we were tempted to not stock it at all because, like, well, why promote more bad stuff, bad business overall? But there's money on the table, so we'll take what we can get. <laughs> Yeah, sorry to promote the badness, but did you actually, is there any preview of what sort of content you can download with this code? Well, I mean, with it, the DLC with the first issue is a Harley Quinn costume okay. for Fortnite. Each issue is going to have a different skin. If you buy all six issues, then you get a seventh bonus skin for the game. Okay. And yeah. Uh, but outside of the game controversy, bad, annoying stuff that... I've gone on rant on before. Uh, if you want to know more, just talk to me and start about it. I can rant for a while, rant about it for a while. Um, the book itself is, like I said, it is better than I thought it'd be. 
Uh, it is Batman, you know, and Gotham doing his thing. And all of a sudden there's a rift. He's like, well, I tried to, you know, use his technology to detect radiation or anything. He accidentally gets a little too close and gets sucked right in. Actually, I thought someone pushed him in. I wasn't paying enough attention, though, but I thought there was a boot. I thought uh, he got booted. You know what? I think you're right. I, I misread that. Where That's right. Because Harley Quinn was like, oh, there's a rift. Let's see what happens. And just, like, jumped right in full, full speed ahead. Yeah, it's like page three. Yeah, he was investigating it, and yeah, someone, or no, let's see. Yeah, he was uh, investigating yeah, kicked it. Him. Yeah, someone kicked him, and he was trying to grapple out of it, but the gravity pull of the rift negated his grapple hook gun, and he still flew in. Okay. Yeah, because I wondered who kicked him in. Maybe we'll find out later. Yeah, or um, if they followed him in or not, too. One thing to tease an excitement for this, they announced issue number three will have Batman versus Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. That just sounds fun. So Ninja versus Ninja, more or less. Uh, so yeah, that is Batman Fortnite Zero Point issue number one. Good luck finding it other than a second or third printing later. That's the best advice I can give. Yep. If you want it, put in your order now. But it is a bi-weekly series, which means it's every other week a new issue comes out. That's also why issues two and three, we already sold out of what we ordered because we ordered it two months in advance and we didn't know what to order. Yeah, you didn't know how many people would be into the Fortnite stuff. Exactly. Anything else stand out for you this week? No, not really, but I might jump in if you talk about anything uh, that well, I want to talk about. One last thing I'm going to mention then is my actual 100% pick of the week, which is Wind, the trade paperback, or hardcover actually came out today, or yesterday, Wednesday, this week. The hardcover, the collected volume of issues one through six finally came out, and it is amazing. You should read it. We are sold out right now, but we're going to get more in as soon as we can. It is so good. Did we order that, or did we order the paperback? Uh, we didn't have it in our pull file, so I don't think we ordered it at all. Oh, um, okay. We should order that. We have the single issues under that, so. Uh, technically, Angie has them right now. Okay. But we, we own them. We own the single issues, so. <laughs> They're on loan. So, yeah. <laughs> My official pick of the week is Wind, the graphic novel hardcover. Um, it's super cool. We plan on getting more back in the shop as soon as we can. We're just yeah. sold out right now. Yeah, because I want to make it when we do book club again, people. This would be a good book to put into book club because I think it's got a lot to discuss and it's got a lot of good themes and it's fairly age appropriate for just about anybody. So Our book and booze club, when we can do that. That might be less all ages appropriate, but yeah. okay. <laughs> all right. Any other books stand out to you or do you want to officially announce what one was your pick of the week? Hmm, I think that the Carnage number two should be my pick of the week. All right. So, we'll move on to the final segment, the segment that Jared forgot, but that's okay because he's not actually here. <laughs> um, Jared, if you're listening, I know you forgot. You need to say, dang it. And <laughs> I will i don't need to stretch, though, because you're not here, so that's okay. Uh, but I will go first with my hero of the week, comic book hero or otherwise. I'm going otherwise with the rapper named Lil Dicky. Uh, a friend of mine on Facebook posted a music video of his that was for Earth Day, and is I believe it was named Earth, and it had a whole bunch of famous musician, musicians. It's pretty good. So Lil Dicky, the rapper, he's my hero of the week. Also check out his TV show. It was pretty good. Interesting. Yeah, I had no idea you were going to go that route. Um, I think I'm going to pick a real person for my heroine of the week. I'm going to choose Caitlin, our friend. Because she got me a Interview? a referral, <laughs> a, referral. Yeah, a referral to where she works. So I have a chance for a job interview there. All right. And I thought that was very nice of her. 
And in honor of Earth Day, which is today the day we're recording this, uh, in their show notes, I'm going to put a link to the music video that I mentioned of Lil Tiki, so you all can check out the music video and enjoy it, because I thought it was pretty good. I'll be looking at it later. Yeah. All right, so, with that, uh, we actually ran longer than I thought we would. It was about a full-length episode, even without Jared. Yay, so we talked a bunch. We we'll see babbled. How, we'll see how much editing down my shortened stuff, and we'll go, but we'll see. Yeah, sorry, I, I had some alms there, so I bet it'll cut down a decent amount. We'll see. But thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for getting books. And hopefully some of these books that we mentioned you'll be interested in and you'll want to pick them up at the store. And hopefully we'll have them for you to pick up at the store. Uh, if it's Batman Fortnite, no, we won't have that. Sorry. <laughs> Unless they order the third printing or fourth printing, possibly. Who knows? Like, <laughs> hopefully they can order in advance for that one, right? Yeah. Okay. But we'll see what happens. But thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for being awesome. Yeah, because comics are awesome. See y'all next time.